Good morning to everybody. But Ezra Hashem, we're up to share number five fifty-four. We're learning today. Okay, getting back to our malacha of dash, we're middle of the Indian of melting ice and snow. So the, the question now comes up. We've been learning in the past that if one does a maisa biadayim, an action with one's hands, in order to melt ice or melt snow, like crushing it and so on to make it into water. That is a problem for the various reasons which we've discussed. It's called risuk and so on. Um, and that is the iser of melting ice. We also said if it's put into a drink, into water and so on, it mixes in. So that would be okay. Um, and we discussed all those details. So now the question is, if I, uh, if I know that I use um, my hand and I crush the ice and that is the iser, or I take snow, for example, in a question, we're not getting into the muksa part of it, but one crushes snow, makes it into water. One crushes ice with the hand hands, makes it into water, and that is Aser Alts, the Isra of melting ice, Alts, the Isra of Risuk, um, for the Gezerim, I come to squeezing payros, and others want to say it's either Noilad or Moilad, but be it as it may, that is the that is the Isra, so the question now comes up, would I be able to walk on snow? It's a snowy day in the winter, now it's, it's the summertime, but, you know, cooling us down, talking about the winter, a snowy day, would one be allowed to walk on snow? Because the problem is, when one walks on snow, every step they take, Lemaisa, they're really, um, you know, s- squeezing the snow, and pressing the snow, and making the snow into water water and especially if it's a slushy snow one walks outside sometimes if it's a very um light snow it's a very cold day and it's a very light snow so that's not that's not bachlal, um you know an issue somebody walks on the snow they just press it down it's not really becoming water but a lot of times you have a slushy type of a snow and it's like um just you know like as i say and when one steps on it basically they're making the snow on the first step they they step on the snow or maybe some ice that's on the way melting and as they step on it, it just becomes total water from the snow or the ice because of the fact that it's um, at the borderline of melting already. So the question is, would I be able to walk? Or maybe I have to walk around it. If I notice snow in front of me and I see a, a path or a way where I could walk around, I go a few feet around and I walk around the snow, maybe that's the better thing to do. I should not be walking on snow or ice. So this is the Shiloh, this is the question. So brings down the Sefer Oitzra. Allah is that Lemaise, even though when one steps on the snow or ice, they are really physically crushing the snow or ice, making it into water, and that is the Isra of Risuk. But in this case, regular walking outside would not be a problem. So brings down the Sefer Oitzra. Allah is, he says... Even though when one walks on snow or ice, it's impossible to avoid melting the snow or ice. And it's, a, it's what we call in halacha, a, in, in Shabbos, a psik resh. It's going to happen automatically. So I have no way of avoiding, but, avoiding it. But Mikol Makam, he says, Loi gazru There was no such a gezerah. And he says, number one, the cave under EF shalihizor mizeh, because of the fact it's impossible. There's a, there, it's impossible to... Um, one should be careful about this. In other words, you know, if it snows, you know, you could have a snowy winter. Nowadays, I mean, uh, you know, in where we live in, in the Brooklyn area, for example, it's not all that much. Other, other areas, obviously, like Chicago or so on, have much more. Montreal and these the various different type of places. But I remember years ago, uh, the further back you go, the more snow there was. So sometimes you had a snowy winter and it snowed every week, even smaller amounts. So what I should 
stay home and not go outside for every Shabbos because of the fact there's snow on the ground, there's ice, and there's constantly um, issues of I might come to snow, I might come to melt it when I walk. So the question, the answer is no, there's no problem. And this really stems from there's a very famous Taz actually. This Taz is brought down to Meshabura, various other places that in 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 um in times and places whereby, in situations actually, where it's e- it's impossible to get around it. Like, for example, if it's snowing per se, am I allowed to go to shul? The snow is landing on my hat. The snow is landing on my coat. And now I'm continuously walking. So I'm carrying the snow. It's on my hat. It's on my coat. So how could I walk? I'm now carrying snow that was put on my uh, on my hat or on my, uh, on my coat as I was walking. I continuously walk it. Or maybe I have to constantly shake it out. So, you know, shaking out a coat from snow is not so posh it. But the answer is no there's a famous Taz that when it's EF when it's a regular way that a person walks in the street and it's just impossible to get around it so it tells us the Taz that Chazal would not geyser in those instances and one walks in the street even though snow falls on snow is falling on him he could continue walking he doesn't have to worry another flake and another flake fell on his shoulder another flake fell on his hat this is part of walking in the street the same thing like one is walking on the snow even though it's going to melt automatically, brings down the Taz, it's impossible to get around it. What are you going to do? Now it's snowing. Ten minutes later, it's not. I got to a block where there is ice, where there is snow and ice. Again, one has to be careful if it's ice, uh, as far as slipping, Rachmanuslan, and these type of things. But this block has ice. The other block doesn't have. One block has, has snow, one blocked up. You know what I mean? So so the question, so that's what the Taz tells us. When it's EF, I just can't walk the shul. What am I going to do? Stay on the whole winter? And especially if you go back way back in the days of the Taz, you're talking about whatever it is 200 years ago uh, way back then it was it was a lot more snow than we have today so in those days it was constantly even even the um uh, the Aruch HaShulchan the Aruch HaShulchan actually brings down what do you do if, if it's snowing on one sukkah and it's reference to the schach staying in the sukkah and the schach gets full of snow in general I think most people at least in the New York area anyways I mean basically in the in the uh, in the areas around here we don't have too much of a problem of snow um, on sukkahs per se but in, in the days of the Aruch HaShulchan again we're de- dealing with going back about 150 years ago and where the Aruch HaShulchan lived in those areas. You had snow to the point that on, when it came to Sukkot, uh, yeah, we had a shaila of snow on Sukkot. Is it, you have to eat indoors or it's on the schach or what? All these various different type of shailas. So we see it was just impossible to get around. So what is a person going to do? Not go to shul the entire winter? No, so that so tells us the Taz. If it's impossible to get around it, like this case, one would be allowed to walk on the snow and ice, of course, being very careful, not slipping and all these various type of things. But as far as the melting of the ice and the crushing of the ice and snow, even though it's going to become water automatically by one walking to shul, that would not be a problem. And tells us the safer rights are Allah's volcane. Let's say if I walk over a half a block, there's no snow. I know the other block there's taka no snow. They cleaned up the snow. So maybe I should walk around the uh, go around another block or, or cross the street, for example, go on the side where there's no snow snow. So he says you don't have to worry about a volcano. Af im even uh, even if there's a place where there's no snow, it's mutter lidrois al hashelik. One would still be allowed to walk on the snow per se if that's straight ahead and that's in his passage. 
he brings it from the rush, which is really talking about a different thing. But Lamaisi brings again that same Taz, the famous Taz that Latama Taz and Al Shari came in the Lagos Rebe because there was no Gezeira to begin with. It's not shot you have to walk across the street. There was no Gezeira from Chazal to begin with, where we're afraid one might walk on snow and melt the snow, and one could go ahead and continue walking. One does not have to start crossing the street to go on the side where there's no snow or ice because he's afraid he might come to melt the snow or ice by walking on top of it. Just again, the Lush in Latam Hataz. And now, Shari Kaven, the Legazu by Klal, Hutrubachal Eifen. In any case, it would be okay to continue walking. But he does say, Lemaisa, one should be careful. Avalashaf Shafai Kedei Lahamisai is awesome. But to, to take one's foot and start, you know, on purpose, you know, uh, rubbing the snow that, so that it melts and so on. Let's say they want to walk on a clear path, for example, something like that, and start melting the snow with their foot, that one should be careful not to do um, because of the fact, you know, that's, that's mamish with a kavana. They're mamish taking the snow and rubbing it and melting it down um, with one's foot. That one should be careful taka not to do because then they're taka using, they're doing a Maisa be a dime. They're talking using their foot and they have a mind to melt the snow and they're making water and they're, and they're doing it, you know, rubbing it back and forth. That one should be careful not to do. Just be, care- to be careful when walking. Just real quickly to read the Lushan from the Sefer Lamites Malach is on page 367. Lamites in the English, he says, it's perfectly permissible, perfectly okay to walk on snow or slush, even though this will inevitably cause water to ooze from the melting snow, thereby, like we said, you know, running into an isser of dust melting. That, but this will be okay because of the fact that applying the... Um, the Ismid Rabbanan, in this case of melting ice, would impose undue hardships on, on essential human needs, which we said, Beshem the Taz, that's, the, the, that's what the Taz brings down. There was no Gezerah walking from place to place. One wouldn't be, allowed, wouldn't be able to walk. They have to go for lunch somewhere. They have to go to shul. They have to go back and forth. One Pashat wouldn't be able to leave their house for the entire winter. Furthermore, he says any squeezing is, of course, unintentional. unintentional even though it's a psychrash, it'll happen automatically. Again, he does say, like we said, however, one should not deliberately stamp on snow with the intention of softening and melting it. Just be careful not to start rubbing it and stamping on it with an intention to um, soften and melt it. That's running into a problem. Just push it. Walking would be okay. Um, He ends off over there. Walking in snow would be allowed, even though distinct footprints, one has, let's say, letters or pictures on the bottom of their feet, um, walking on snow is would be allowed even though distinct footprints um, are formed in the snow for the same reasons even though it's it's all unintentional and person does not have to stay at home just because they're making footprints in the snow okay we're going to stop over here everybody thank you for listening